0: You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Maddie Rose
1: on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. The Big Show is powered by MortgagesToGo.ca. Always the lowest interest rates in Canada since 2004. Visit MortgagesToGo.ca. When you hear uh, Canadian supergroup sole decision, that could only mean one thing. Big Show Flames Analyst, The Solution Snake, The Chronolist. Mr. Brent Cron in studio, brought to you by All Kind Door Services Limited, your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, or your home. Anything that swing, slides, or rolls, call All Kind Door Services for all your door repair needs. Good morning, Cobra. How are you? Good morning, George. How are you? I'm super. Are you? Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm good. I'm super. I wanted to ask you about the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Right off the hop. Fire away. Um, you're not the biggest NFL fan. No. You don't you don't you're not glued to the the couch like Maddie and I and Patrick on every Sunday watching all the games. You live a life that doesn't include the National Football League. <laughs> but you'll obviously watch the Super Bowl. Who threw the best Super Bowl party in your playing days? We were usually
2: playing on Sunday in the American League. You know, like a, like a crummy 2 o'clock in the afternoon game somewhere, and then you'd catch the tail end of the Super Bowl, and it'd be like, yeah, this is fantastic. I love it. You know what I mean? They don't... There's guys... a dozen fans in the stand. <laughs> yeah, you know, there was one time, I think, the I was playing in Lowell, and uh, it could have been uh, uh, the Patriots were in the... And, and This is all very foggy TV, but I remember there's literally three people in the Songhus Arena <laughs> while the Patriots were, were playing in the Super Bowl. We are were, we we're looking at each other like, what the hell are we what? doing here right now? Nobody cares. I, I I guarantee the statisticians aren't even entering this into the American <laughs> Hockey League log too because they're all they're all watching the Patriots right. play right now. Nobody
0: cares, right?
2: Uh, uh, three so. nothing, no shots on goal. <laughs> hmm. yeah, weird. Exactly,
0: yeah, exactly. Right. No like, one took any faceoffs. No penalties. What happened out here? Weird game, yeah. right?
2: We had to be there, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. I don't really remember any crazy Super Bowl parties. It's it was always busy. George, I was always busy stopping pucks. Okay.
1: Yeah. You're always trying to uh, make uh, make a name for yourself. <laughs> Brent Cron, Grinding uh, away. Stopping some pucks. What are your plans on Sunday? Well, it's a, it's a busy Sunday. Daughter's got
2: rugby. Son's got a hockey game. But we get back to the house at 4 o'clock. Oh, boy, tight. Cutting it tight. Going to have to pick up a few dishes. Going to mm-hmm. have to create something in record time. And mm-hmm. then a settle in for the 4.30 kickoff, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Um, that's my plan. That- Watch a little Usher. Yeah, you know what? That's the big, you know, I could care less about the halftime show too, but that's a big draw for for people that aren't fans of the game that, you know, my family is like, oh, we got to watch the the halftime show. It's pretty cool. Who's who's performing this year? It'll
0: be great. I put my biggest bet of the weekend on little John showing up during the halftime show. <laughs> that, <so>.
2: oh, man. Ah, <laughs> That would be awesome. <laughs> I never even thought of that. I'm I'm in now. Yeah. All, I'm all in on the <laughs> halftime show when I think Missy Elliott did it one year and that was uh
0: Yeah, she did oh. it with a whole bunch of other there was kind of like a group Super Bowl. That one was a lot of fun. That too. was a lot of fun. Yeah. A couple Rih- years think, back.
2: Rihanna was last year. Yep. That was I didn't care for that one. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, me neither. It wasn't as exhilarating as some others. No, she was singing in the air and that was about as cool as it got. Yeah. Right. You know it's, yep.
0: she was also like six months pregnant or yeah. something like that. I know it's pretty dangerous being up there. Yeah, she was pretty high
1: up yeah. at some points. Yeah, yep. don't look down. Mm-hmm. I missed the uh, Shakira J-Lo one, <laughs> where Shakira was doing that thing with her tongue into the camera. My favorite, I enjoyed that. Prince in 07. Oh, did you? Prince in 07 oh, Pri- is the best. Prince was the best. In that the was, rain. That's the GOAT performance.
0: The, did uh, the uh, performance at the media avail as well? <laughs> hey, I'm here to answer yeah. questions, except I don't want to. Here's a 10-minute set. Enjoy your day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he shredded. Yeah, yep. and he ripped.
2: Killed it. Yeah. <laughs> what about Prince. What about the Justin Timberlake and Janet
1: Jackson? Oh, in '04. Yeah. What, what happened? You know what? <laughs> you know when you have, you know when you have a regret in life. Uh huh. I I missed the actual boobie. Like I, I missed know. it. I'm like, what? My brother's like, you just saw her nipple. I'm like, what? Yeah, there was a cover was on the nipple. Yeah, it was it was taped up. <laughs> it was covered. Yeah. You ever like had runners' nipple had Like a flower. It was like a thing. star. Yeah. It's, it's called yeah. a pasty, guys. It wasn't <laughs> a pasty though. It was metal. Mm. I don't know. Um, do you want to hear my pasty story or no? <laughs> no, not really. not really. I think Cron might want to. He said no. <laughs> yeah. Fire away. I sir? feel like we're
0: getting it anyways. The
1: floor is yours. Yeah. So in Western New York, uh, there is a gentleman's club uh, that uh, it's called Rick's Tally Ho, mm. and on the on the marquee on the front of the uh, the, the club, it says the Jewel of Western New York. So it's essentially some dude's basement where they have Hershey's <laughs> Kisses and peanuts on the table. It's horrifying. Yes. But uh, Western New York rules is if you serve alcohol, for some reason, they can't be fully nude up top. Mm-hmm. So a pasty must be worn. And I'm like, what's your problem? Did you cut yourself? Are you okay? <laughs> and then I realized what it was all about. Yeah. You're worried. You're worried for their safety. Yeah, <laughs> what's the Did you injure yourself on the job? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did you come sit beside me and, yeah, It'll be okay. It's not as fun when, they, when the pasties involved. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you right yeah. here. It's not yeah. as fun. Yeah. It looks weird, doesn't when the it? Yeah, involved. it's not what you thought yeah. of it. That's not, it's not all it's cut out to be. Yeah, you're welcome, all the parents driving their kids into school right now. <laughs> you're welcome for that. All right, now, uh, Flames, Flame, the jewel of Western New York. Flames with a 5-3 uh, win last night in New Jersey. I've been talking about it as Frank Cervalli, Manny and I talked about in the 6 o'clock hour, can Jacob Marsham drag this team into the playoffs single-handedly, Croner? Yeah, he's doing it right now. Um,
2: he, he was phenomenal last night again. He's been phenomenal all season. Um, they're they're dangerously close to a wild card spot too. Are they not? <laughs> dangerously <laughs> close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is that dangerous? They could just get into the postseason <laughs> they, by accident. You look could. out. I know <laughs> Do that. And then you know they get rid of, not get rid of. They trade Elias Lindholm, and you know two games out, out of the all-star game they beat Boston a premier team in the league New Jersey's been going and you saw their 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 struggles in net last night that Vitek Oof. vanacek he's uh he it's not helping him and uh <laughs> <laughs> and then you got Markstrom just stealing the show because New Jersey came out hard too right off the bat and uh and he weathered the storm and that was a tough goal too right off the start there where manjapani blows a wheel and they come back and it's a two-on-one and and whatnot, but uh, you know what? Markstrom, like, he's just, he's in the zone. You could even, in that interview Eric Francis did with him in terms of, you know, are you hearing the trade rumors and all that kind of stuff? There's, he's just kind of answering things. I'm having fun. I'm enjoying myself. Nobody's come to me and asked me if I want to waive my no trade. There's been no formalities surrounding it. I'm just out here. Playing kind of day to day and enjoying myself.
0: He hasn't gone and asked for a deal himself. No. Exactly. Like I and we were kind of talking it off air. I don't think that there was a whole lot in Eric's story that was necessarily like jaw dropping or surprising, but you at least have the words from the netminder that are, are, are in print now. We know what he thinks. Well and and that just goes to show you his mindset. He's mm-hmm. not he's in the zone. Like
2: he he's just day to day, nothing's too big. He's not thinking too far down the road. He's just thinking about the next game. That's all he's doing, is thinking about the next shot. And you can tell, like last night too, he was, he was, he was magic last night. You know, like I said early on, making some making some big saves, and he's just he's fun to watch too because he's enjoying himself. And, You know, and even after that third goal where you know he crashed the crease and it goes in, he's just kind of sitting there and he's looking up, and it's like there's zero panic with six minutes left in mm-hmm. his in his body language. It's like, oh boy, I gotta I guess I can't let in any more goals here the, the remainder of the way. We'll um, banner How,
1: down. Yeah. How much of
2: does Marchand remind you of Keprosov? zero no no mm-hmm. not even close <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh because Kippersoff patty went up for a layup and <laughs> no it. i wasn't no, just no, like no, what well, no. you said calming <laughs> presence and yeah. i just you think Kippersoff,
1: yeah. nothing messed him up well mm-hmm.
2: you know i mean the kiprasov his demeanor was very calm too right and the way he played it just you couldn't even tell and i've said this a million times i remember having the hockey news and that elston's nhl where it was you know the mika kiprasov emotional roller coaster and essentially it was just a you know a straight line because mm. nobody was having any fun because you couldn't tell, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, well, Markstrom's not that guy. Markstrom is emotional, mm-hmm. but you know, a, a goalie who's who's in the zone,
1: more who, like I should say, compared in, in in the net. Yeah, for, for sure. Not but, no, not personality. No,
2: fair enough. And and even in the net, it, they're, they're yeah. night and day, right? Okay. You know, Kipper never just... seen Markstrom do a scorpion save. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> not yet. Well, not yet.
2: And and Kip <laughs> was just so smooth, you know. And and yeah. he was and he was so uh, he would use his hands a lot more. Than mm-hmm. what than what Markstrom does. Markstrom's obviously bigger, takes up more of the net, but kippersoff played a bit lower, a bit, his stance was a bit wider, and his hands were always active, and everything for him was just very fluid. You know, mm-hmm. Markstrom, he's big, even though as as confident and 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 as well as he's playing, he's still a bit choppy, mm-hmm. right? And 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 Kip, yeah, Kippersoff to me is the epitome of. of I mean, Kerry Price is obviously a, another calm goaltender, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. kippersoff if you're comparing the two. Markstrom's got way more emotion just in like looking at his face during a game when he's on. As that's a fair. like, like Kiprasov looks like he didn't even want to be there. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, I'm no, out fishing on totally. a boat today. Smooth and just, like you, a pack of demore. How are we going to fill classics. 100 minutes on March 2nd? Eh? How are we going <laughs> to fill that? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but yeah,
1: gonna be tough. Um, I, I think that's a very interesting point you brought up, Croner. Because what did we see last season for Markstrom? breaking his stick, whipping it around, getting extremely frustrated, and it just goes to show that he knows he's playing exceptionally well. And all those antics he had last season, they're just not here this year.
2: No, and even that game, I think it was just after Christmas, maybe. I can't remember where where uh, the team basically dumped it in off Steve Kozari, the referee, and it, it bounced yeah. in front of that, and they scored. And, you know, Markstrom gives Kozari the horse eye, And, you know, last season, he would have been losing his mind, chasing the referee on the ice with a stick in the air. <laughs> and, you know, this year, it's, the referee comes over <laughs> and, and apologizes to him and he just smiles, like, yeah, you know what happens? Oh, man, you know, that's too bad. Um, you know, last season, too, I remember they were playing the Jets and I can't remember who crashed the net, but the guy was down and Markstrom ba- basically tried to slew foot him. He stood up and tried to kick the back of his feet and you could just tell it's not, it, he wasn't right. He wasn't right between the years. Hmm. And this yeah. season, he's just, even if he has a mediocre performance or he lets in a bad goal, he just he, he battles back he he doesn't give up and you know last season there was a lot of early goals let in and and a lot of poorly timed goals where you know the flames were trying to mount a comeback here and that team too played a bit differently last season they were a 2-1-3-2 game every night uh I mean, basically letting 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 team shoot from distance and all over the place and and this year it's it's uh Markstrom is just he's so you you just know he's he's going to be fine no matter even if he has a bad game yep i can put him in like the coaches know they can put him in right right in the next game they don't have to go talk to him and see how he's feeling and how are things going and all that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, no, he's our guy. He's been our guy
1: all season and he's 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 playing lights out, man. I, I love watching him play. That is uh the voice of the solution snake, our big show <laughs> flames analyst, Mr. Brent Kron, brought brought to you by um, all kind door services uh, limited. Um, Vanacek last night. Oof. Oh, A couple odorous goals. Uh, the, the the Zeri goal where the cadre shot squeezes right through him. That definitely had some stank to it. Uh, the backling goal from behind the net definitely had stinkiness all over it. And uh, what I, I wanted like to the, ask you I first, didn't like the Rooney one either. Yeah, the Rooney one wasn't great either. Uh, when Rooney was trying to pitchfork his pads into the net, but the puck already went in. But what I wanted to ask you about was when he flew out of his net. <laughs> He tries to, like, check Pospisil, and then he tries to body check Kadri, who subsequently punches him in the dome. And then the refs, for some inexplicable reason, blow the whistle because they didn't know what was going on and they were confused when that should have counted as an empty netter. Your thoughts on Vanacek exploding out of the crease late in the third period? First of all, I love it when
2: goalies go for a wander like that. It makes the game so exciting. It usually doesn't end very well. But when you go flying out of the net, you ha- you're you committed. There is no, you cannot go back. You cannot stop halfway through. You're all in. You're you're in or you're in the way. And he was all in on that play. He gets the puck. Pospisil tries to avoid him. I mean, and that's a tough thing for a player, too, because goalies are supposed to be untouchable. But when it's a race for a puck, you can't bail on the play if you're a player because the goalie's coming out. you got to get in there. And so that's always a tough part, I think, in the play- back of the player's mind. He's like... Geez, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to get a penalty for running the goalie here because he's coming at the puck at the same speed. Well, not speed, but in the same direction I'm going. and So Pospisil tries to get out of the way, and then you can see Vanacek's head kind of pop back a little bit. And then, you know, Kadri picks his head up, and all of a sudden Vanacek's right there. He's like, holy smokes. And they kind of, nothing major happened. But the, but the referees um, just, just sheer panic because they thought Vanacek was going to get smoked and he was going to be a starfish on the ice, and they wanted to get ahead of it and blow the whistle it was it was just a reactionary panic move and you know the way today's nhl goes to everybody criticizes headshots and all this kind of stuff so the referees got the the whistle in the mouth in, in case anything remotely comes close to a headshot which is which is you know unfortunate so they blow the whistle that was a good goal and i i i love it too because nothing really happened on that play but somehow you know you think you got to react because you think your goalie got run and Pospisil gets put into a headlock in the corner, and nothing really happens, and nobody's fighting, but they're... can't remember what song they were playing. I think, oh, they were playing uh, um, by Offspring when they were trying to get everybody, you know, to get in, involved in the fight, and, like, get the yeah. crowd pumped up, but they're just kind of all in arm locks and you come know, come out
0: and play keep them separated
2: there you go right but nothing was really going on and i did like Kadri just you know give him a shot like what are you doing yeah, Vanacek? <laughs> smarten yeah. Up, and right? that's what he said too yeah. what are you doing what are you
0: doing yes sir yeah
2: you suck well get back in the net y- yeah. you're down four three like you 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 have basically single-handedly kept this game alive for the calgary flames <laughs> stop the puck that's your
1: job don't uh yeah you're not out running people come on smarten up Croner, you're a big individual. Did mm-hmm. you ever try to run somebody over while you're out? <laughs> oh, you know what? Did you what? ever try to body check somebody? Put his
0: shoulder down behind the net? Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you know, too, Your goalies usually get the
2: benefit of the doubt, and I always, um, you know, I was never really in, in involved in any uh, serious one-on-one collisions that the other guy lost, even though I am a larger human being. I remember we were in, in Norfolk, Virginia, and um, it was a race for the puck, and we just, you can find it on YouTube. It was a bench-clearing brawl where I think Brant Myers punched uh, the, the the Norfolk Admirals coach at center ice, and everybody was on the ice, and Cam Ward was fighting Michael Layton, and it was a, it was just, it was actually quite fun. It was awesome, but I wasn't, I didn't start the game. So I think we're up two nothing after the so first period. Lowell and in Norfolk. Oh yeah. Okay, here we the, go. The video quality ain't that great, but it's no, it a certainly six, isn't. Six minute video.
0: <laughs> I have to sign in to confirm my age <laughs> to watch this video.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and so I start yeah. the second period, and in first play basically is a race for the puck, and the guy blows a wheel, and I go butt over teak kettle. Like I do a f- <laughs> my, my my ankles are in the air, and my head is is basically dancing across the ice. And I fold like an accordion into the ice. and make you hear my back just go crunch. But I Cam Ward's already kicked out of the game. I, you know, I'm lying there. I get up on one knee, and the trainer comes out. Are you, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I think so. He goes, well, you don't really have a choice. So you have to get back in. There. I'm like, I know, I know. And that's that was it. <laughs> you know, that's that's the only one There's I no e re- bug. <laughs> no e bug. That no, not at all. I I did. Uh, I did. However, fail at a puck race too during a Dallas Stars training camp that uh, cost us the game two one. I went out. I thought I could beat him and Fabian Brunstrom just uh, made me look silly, and I slid around, and we lost the game, and I went back to the minors. <laughs> <laughs> I gambled, and I lost. <laughs> I bet on myself, but it uh, didn't work out for me. But I, I love those puck races. Remember Dominic Hasek in the 90s? going oh, oh, yeah. Chasing down Yarmor Yager at the blue line, or I think it was Mario Lemieux. Comes slides yeah. out in the pad stack. Like, that's a greasy move. I love it. But, uh do you, you, oh, you remember the one, too, where Lucic r- ran... Uh, Miller. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. That was
0: awesome. And Miller
2: was was so pissed at the end of the game. He's like, I'm 150 pounds. Lucci, just 200. You can't be doing
0: that. He smoked him. Yeah. That was the old Vancouver-Boston rivalry. Yes. That was a fun one. Oh, it was great.
2: I loved that. I loved every second of that, too. He just beat the wheels off of him with his shoulder. and just (laughs) It was a yard sale for Miller, too, right? Because he's a wiry,
1: lanky guy. I loved it. Hmm. Um wanted to discuss as well Jonathan Huberto. Yep. Um we talk about trade acquisitions all the time, what the flames are gonna do with the deadline here, but you know, since since twenty twenty four is upon us here. Um he's been good. Kron uh, he he showed flashes again last night. Took a stupid high sticking penalty in the offensive zone. You hate to see that, but all in all, since the start of the year, it's like they're getting the guy they thought they were getting all along here. Because I think this last month and a bit has been the best we've seen of Jonathan Huber on a Flames uniform. Yeah, he's getting better. He's he's uh, hopefully
2: he can keep this going. There's high expectations of him, obviously, but more so or more importantly, he, he obviously holds himself to a higher standard too. He's not happy with how things have gone. I uh, love that game in Boston. He was he was a force in Boston. That first pass cross ice to uh, Kuzmenko there on that first goal. Yep. That Forward was is. a that was a Huberto pass right on the tape. Kuzmenko had a stick on the ice. Boom, gone. And then his goal too. That far side where he, he picked the puck off of McAvoy and then goes top cheese glove side. I mean, he's definitely showing flashes of of what he what he can do now. It's just consistency, and and uh, I I really want him to continue down this path. He has been better. He's not. He's not nearly as animated, too, um, on the bench or when things go wrong. You, mm-hmm. we, we've seen him for the last year and a half where, you know, he can't make a pass or he gets pickpocketed or loses the puck, and he's just like, oh, he's looking to the sky. and He's like, no, or he'll come in on a breakaway, and we know that he's not going to score because he's going to try and shoot five-hole from the top of the top of the circle, right? Um, he's got a bit more of an edge to him right now, a bit more confidence, and it's good to see. And, you know, Sharon Govich is able to put the puck in the net, and you got Kuzmenko now Who can who can score. It's a... Not a very uh, defensive prone line, but uh, no. we'll, we'll see how uh, we'll right. see how
0: that goes. That's fine. They can defend later. There's other lines that'll defend. It's fine. This <laughs> yeah. team needs some offense. <laughs> they do. Yes. Have you felt like there's been more chemistry between Huberto and maybe even Sharon Govich, but Kuzmenko as well than we ever saw with him and Lindholm? Absolutely. Yeah. They, they were all, like, when they were on together, which wasn't very often. Lindholm I mean, and Huberto. Yeah, you mean?
2: Yeah. Sorry. When they were on the same line, I mean, they just the chemistry wasn't there. You could see they were trying so hard to find something and. And it just right. wasn't it just wasn't there. I mean, passes that, you know, open net. I remember earlier in the season on the power yep. play, Hubert would pass to Lindholm, it'd be wide open net, and Lindholm would just kind of shoot it through an emptiness, and it, it wouldn't work, right? Passes in the skates, guys in the wrong spot, they're kind of tripping over themselves a tad, and you're, you're thinking in the back here, these are two really good players that should be able to work together. Uh, but it's, it's, I see chemistry with this line. I do. Um, you know, Kuzmenko coming in two games, mm-hmm. you know, whoop de doo that's great, but he's got two goals, um And, uh, and, and so sh- one terrible turnover. Oh, oh man. Yeah, a
0: couple of terrible turnovers. One of them's led to a goal. I was screaming, too. I'm like, what are do you doing? Like, <laughs> you
2: have nothing. You're skating into the
0: boards. You have no Ship play. Ship it down the you wall. You
2: have no play. Just do- yep. get it deep. Let somebody else worry about it. And he's like, no, I'm going <laughs> to continue to stick handle. And you're like, what? A- yeah. No, don't. And you can see what's going to happen. And you could see Hanifin get on his horse, too. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Kuzmenko was wearing his stiffest pair of jeans I think <laughs> on, on, on the back check He's got too much starch in those things He just his legs yep. went straight and He's like oh it's not my job I'm on the power play right?" <laughs> so you see Hannafin just take off And almost catch him But um, you know there is like I said There's chemistry brewing mm. We've seen yep. flashes of it And uh, hopefully they can continue I mean Sharon Govich is a shooter And Huberto needs a guy to pass the puck too mm-hmm. Kuzmenko's a shooter He's and also shown
0: some pretty sneaky little passes, yeah, too. Yeah,
2: right? He's a slippery little player. He, he needs his confidence, right? He, he fell out of favor with old Rick Tockett in Vancouver, and that, I, you can just see that Kuzmenko is definitely not a Rick Tockett-type player. Yes. And he, and he doesn't even have to play a single game to understand that that's just not the guy he's he's going to choose. I think a guy with like Ryan Huska, who's very well-respected in the dressing room. Mm-hmm. Perhaps it's a different approach. Mm-hmm. Sure. And and uh who knows if that could be uh, a catalyst for, for Kuzmenko. Like too.
0: Kuzmenko had all of his success or most of his success in the NHL level under Bruce Boudreau and then under Rick Talk it did not work. And yeah. I don't think that is shocking. That shouldn't be shocking. No. Like especially listening to just a couple of interviews with Kuzmenko. You're like, yeah, this that, that doesn't surprise me at all. No, and
2: yeah. and a lot of times too, I played with a lot of a lot of European players and and you know if, if depends. Some guys could, could play through the yelling and screaming and you know mm-hmm. russian guys are usually pretty pretty solid that way right but if you're uh, if you're beating on them um you know uh, bruce boudreau's got a reputation as a player's coach he can be a hard-on guys for sure mm-hmm. but but for the most part he's got a very good reputation amongst players and then you get in with a guy like talk who's just going to be like a dog on a bone and if you're not you know uh, doing things at both ends of the ice paying attention to detail defensively which is not kuzmenko's game uh and then you come to Calgary, you got a new face in Huska, and he's he's a player's coach, too. He's hard. Mm-hmm. He holds yep. you accountable. He'll staple your butt to the bench if you're not going, but I don't think he's
1: going to be beating on you as hard. Can, can I get a little hot takey before we get to the break?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, we all point to Huberto's struggles in Calgary, and maybe some of that was that maybe Lindholm just wasn't playing that good <laughs> while he was here. Yeah. Maybe Lindholm deserves a little bit more of the blame in that chemistry than maybe Huberto got in hindsight now. And I know it's only two games, and I know there's still a ton to go here, and that line is going to be fun to watch based on their offense and just uh, their defense or lack thereof. At least it's going to be interesting and entertaining watching those guys. But maybe we weren't talking enough about Lindholm's poor season because he wasn't that good for the Flames this year. Rick Ball brought up that point yesterday, that maybe that relationship didn't work with Huberto. Maybe Lindholm deserves more of the blame than maybe we gave him before he left Croner could be you know Lindholm is is a, is
2: a great player and he's he's been fun to watch but this season he just he hasn't been engaged at all and like we said there's been no there's been no chemistry between Lindholm and Huberdeau whatsoever I think too with Lindholm moving on it's Kadri and Huberdeau are here now forever right and there's a lot of years left you got some young guys coming up and obviously Zari and Pospisil and 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 it's gonna be Huberdeau and Kadri's team but they got a they got to take some pride in it and they got to make it their own and I think Huberto's stepping up too where it's like all these guys are disappearing I'm going to be here for the long haul and he's been hard on himself and you know like Lindholm like has, he's not having success and that obviously hurts Huberto's game but yeah you know I I would still say it's all on Huberto to be honest with you I would Lindholm obviously has a bit to do with it cuz he wasn't uh, humming on all cylinders here but but now it's it's a different I think approach for for Huberto I really do and there's a few faces that he's seen that are are, are gone now and it's like hey let's go here and uh, and I think he'll I think he'll do just fine I do I don't know if he'll ever get back to where he was when we got him from Florida but uh, but right. he'll be better.
1: Uh, that is the voice of the uh, solution snake the cobra. I'm a snake, Mister Brent Cron. Um, we got lots to do after the break. Uh, here's the laundry list of things we have to get to. We got to do our lock of the day before we wrap up we got plays of the week to listen to Mm. before we say goodbye but straight ahead um we're going to have the load management conversation with chris tanev with brent cron and rick ball said something very interesting last night that caught my ear and i'm going to play some audio for you guys based on that comment last night we'll do it next it's the big show russic and rose sportsnet 960 the fan Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems Downtown Studio, it's the Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. Lost to do before we hand it over to Mucho Big Show with Mr. Patrick Dumont. We got Plays of the Week. I'm not sure if Brent Cron's starring in some of the Plays of the Week. Maybe he is. We'll find out. It's always exciting. Kind of limited appearances this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, he was here Monday, Wednesday. He was on the phone. Wednesday right was day. over the phone for yeah. just a half hour. Yeah. That was easy. That's easy time for Brent Cron. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's a piece of cake. Um, we'll also do our lock of the day. Well, what book did you read? Uh, the Interruption Chicken. The Interruption Chicken. Yeah, and a
2: handful of others. Okay. That Zach Hyman book. Okay. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it the kids like that one? It
2: wasn't bad.
1: Connor yeah. right, right uh, has some children's books as well.
2: Really? Yeah. Is it that easy to write a children's book?
1: Because I'm thinking if these guys can write a book, so can I. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, probably yeah see now now you uh now, now you've piqued my interest because uh <laughs> you, for you you did read to kindergarten children correct grade fours twos and kindergarten okay can you um patrick can you please hand uh mr brent cron the all kind door services read yes and cron can you please read your sponsorship tag the way you did to uh children at an elementary school this past week I was going to read the All Kind Doors read, but that's not what I'm supposed no, to read. No, after <laughs> the All Kind Doors. I'm glad we don't put anything that's uh, nefarious to bring <laughs> yeah, you to yeah, read, because yeah, yeah, you would that. just read it and blurt it would. out. went straight Ron <laughs> okay, Burgundy um, there. Exactly. Um, GVP, can we get some Kron uh, reading music, please, immediately? Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good bit. Sorry. Sure. Okay, perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Thank you. Yeah. He's reading in a jazz club. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. It's open mic
2: night. A After yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah. The burlesque is next. I got a dart in my mouth. Yeah. I'm just of right now.
1: Gets a little blue. Uh, yeah. Brent Cron. All right, Mr., uh, Mr. Brent Cron, uh, the floor is yours to read your, uh, your tag to your sponsor. Go ahead. Brent Cron is
2: brought to you by All Kind Door Services Limited, your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, or your home. Anything that swings, slides, or rolls, call all kind door services for all your door repair needs. Beautiful, that's great stuff.
1: It's not bad, hey? Eh? Yeah. It's mm. engaging. It's pretty good. Yeah. Boom! <laughs> you should, Nailed it. You should. You should maybe start reading spots for our radio station. I'd love to. You can just put me to work. I love reading.
2: I'm a very accomplished reader, like we discussed earlier, too. Mm-hmm.
1: I uh, I enjoyed that. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. Um, Chris Tanev last night uh, was a warrior. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was (laughs) really smooth. Listen, I am the king of transitions, okay? (laughs) So, Chris Tannis, uh, plays for the Flames, defense. Um, Left the ice a couple times last night after getting uh, plowed from behind by Hughes into the net. Me? No, (laughs) I'm good. Yeah, and then he uh, got a stick in the face and then went to the room and then continued to play. Mm -hmm. We asked uh, Frank Cervalli this about asset management, load management, trade protection, He's obviously a warrior and doesn't know how to play any other way and do whatever means necessary for his team to win by sacrificing his body. Should the Flames, as Frank Cervalli was suggesting, sit him until they trade him, Croner? Yeah. You know,
2: you said it. He only knows how to play one way, and he's not going to give you anything less than 100%, right? If, in fact, he there's a deal on the table or they're trying to work things out, I would 100% sit him down. Because he will stop the puck as we've seen with his face, he will get in the way of absolutely everything and give it his all every single time um and you know it's like it's like uh, you know when your kids are little and especially the boys it's you know he's jumping off couches and you know running into walls and they just keep getting up and doing it because they're just having a having a great time you know what I mean and he's one of those guys that enjoys playing the game he loves getting in there he's he's given his body everything um and you worry that when he left the ice last time like oh man what's I mean he's not going to be out for long but you don't know what that means and what the severity of it is and then he comes back and he's had injuries over the years and you just sit there if you're going to get what you want for him you probably wouldn't you probably be doing yourself a, a, a favor by allowing his body to to heal because he's uh you don't know what the next game brings to it, right he's going to do it all over again every single night
1: uh, Rasmus Anderson famously said earlier this season he's like the most important guy in the room. What would that mean in the room if they if they sat him waiting to him, waiting to trade him away? What do you think that what, what message would that send to the guys in the room? And cuz Croner right there they they're right in the thick of things for that wild card spot.
2: It'd be sad. They they look they look up to him. They know something's going to happen, right? Or if they were to sit him, for him not to be in the lineup, that would affect uh, 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 the boys, for sure, because he's a heart and soul guy. He's
1: a C without wearing
2: suit 100%. And, and so you sit there and and when you're on the bench and things are going great, or you can see him just leading the charge and the penalty killer blocking shots or getting pucks out and, and, and playing hard-nosed hockey, it brings everybody else in to raise their game, too. Like, if Tan has gone out there and doing this every single night, there's no excuse for me not to give 100% of my game. And if he's gone to, and the you know, no longer that sits around, it's it wouldn't. It wouldn't become awkward. Everybody would kind of know what's going on because it's. Everybody tells you it's a business, but there's human people. You know, there's people involved, human emotion. Um, it would be, it would be really tough. I, it would be hard to watch. They would have to get it done quick. They couldn't let that fester for for a while.
1: No, they couldn't let that go to the deadline. No. You'd have to be scratched for one or two yeah, games. to get it. out. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: The other thing I wonder about here is Noah Hannifin's played really well since they got reunited, and I wonder about just keeping them together to continue to raise that Hannifin stock. If if. Fifty-five mm. has sure enough told the Flames, "I'd rather not sign here."
2: Yeah, well, and he was on the first line power play yesterday too. Strange, hey, right? eh? that was that so a- weird. <laughs> Showing <laughs> off, you know. I know, <laughs> so strange. I think, I think that all the lights were off and the spotlight was him for the whole game. Yeah, he- just like, oh, watch <laughs> where Last he's two going, nights, what's man, happening. he's been he's, he's been on good. fire, like, right, damn, man. And you sit there and yeah. think, well, it's, it's, uh, there's got to be some kind of. Closure or, or clear direction as to what's going on. Whether it's, it looks uh,
0: like he's got a load off his shoulders, yeah, it does. It yeah. looks
2: like he's come to a decision. Yes, and uh, j- without knowing anything, just watching his performance, and you know, you know, we tossed around the idea of a few flames potentially having their their last games over the the All Star break. Who was it going to be? You know, this ten days huh. of, of of break. Um, yep, and, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> Interesting. and 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 Hannafin being around in yeah. two games out of the break, he's He's been uh, he's been unbelievable, and it's been a lot of fun to watch. So
0: maybe there's a little bit of clarity there.
1: Not sure. Yeah, he made he made a really nice play on that Kuzmenko goal. We did the wraparound. I thought um, the play on
0: the Rooney goal was even more impressive. Down the wall, a little inside outside on Luke Hughes. How do you do? And then put it to the crease. Oh. And then sorry, the goal against the Boston. Man, you're right, yeah. the Rooney play. Oh, yeah. yeah, the one to Kuz, on f- the Kuzmenko <laughs> one was just a, a hard clapper from you know, the top of the zone, yeah, yeah, and then right, Kuzmenko the jumped play, on sorry. the rebound.
1: And also, the move in Boston was just gross. Yeah. Wow, four had weird. no yeah. idea what was well, happening. down the
0: wall. Yeah. Put four on roller, <laughs> <laughs> roller skates. <a> little backhand <laughs> through the five wall.
1: <laughs> so uh, last night in the uh, the Kron had one more thing on that. Hold on before before I let you carry on here, George.
2: You know what? It just it just popped into my head. That that yep. limp little weak shot by uh, by Kadri there to just let Vanacek the just dump put, and chase. Oh, but he put it on net. It was so soft. I always hated those shots because they came at you so slow, and you can stop them easily. But the game's happening so fast, and just flipped it on net. And you know Vanacek put it
0: to the corner. He didn't. He doesn't it really back. have another option. No, he didn't. You can't cover it. You can't <laughs> stop it with your stick from that angle because no. it's on his right side.
2: No. It was great.
0: I, th- I saw it, I,
2: mean, I was frustrated because I've I've had a handful of those where it's just, it, it's so soft and even when it hit my blocker, you couldn't punch the rebound out because it was so slow.
0: Somehow always your defenseman loses that race oh, too. for sure. Every single Every, time. Because
2: they assume it's going to be coming firing around or there's going to be or some type Or it's going to be covered. Of, yes, or... and that happens and it's like,
1: oh, what an intelligent play <laughs> by <Nazem> some <laughs> Kadri. I love that. I loved it. It, it. It, was, it was a good play. And then he subsequently punched Vanicek in the face. Oh, <laughs> you know what? It was He's like Tom Hanky just threw him an old knuckleball, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, da- down, the, down the right side.
0: Didn't end up with a point on that one, though, either. Tom Hanke? Yeah, Tom Hanke never threw a knuckleball. Wasn't was he a knuckleball? Tom knuckleballer? Candiotti. Tom oh.
1: Candiotti was a knuckleballer for the Blue Jays in the oh. early 90s. Well, I thought Hanke was a knuckleballer, too. No, Tom Hanky was the closer with. Uh... <laughs> so he was throwing smoke? Not uh, yeah. He not, was also an Aqua Velva man who used to slap it on. Him and Dwayne Ward in the eighth and ninth inning shut it down for the Toronto oh. Blue Jays back in the day. Um, Rick Ball said something last night that, uh, <laughs> that immediately made me think of a clip. Uh, he compared Chris Tanev to Evil Knievel. Oh. And uh, those of you who don't know who Evil Knievel is, he is the legendary stuntman, uh, Daredevil, who used to jump like the fountains at Caesars Palace Uh, with a motorcycle and uh, right away it reminded me I don't know I think maybe some of you have heard this clip before maybe you haven't because Jim Rome used to be on our radio station a lot during the day but uh, Evil Knievel has since passed but this clip uh, will live forever and uh, when I heard Rick Ball say Evil Knievel I go we got to play this for Kron I don't know if he's ever heard this so on September 8th let me give you some context before this this clip is played on September 8th, 1974, Evil Knievel attempted to jump across the Snake River Canyon in Idaho <laughs> using a rocket-powered cycle called the Sky Cycle X2. The jump failed because of a parachute malfunction, but somehow he survived with only minor injuries. And this was a massive jump, a massive canyon. Like, there was a 50-50 chance that he was going to die attempting this jump. Here is the clip of Jim Rome on his show years ago asking evil Knievel about that very same jump. It's about a minute long, but I wanted to play this for you, Cron, for Matty, for Patrick, if you haven't heard it. It's Radio Gold. Hit it, GVP. Evil, you know, going into the jump, the Snake River jump, what were your chances in your own mind? I mean, very clearly you understood the danger for all of the stunts, but when you 50, went into 50. that one, 50-50, you, you thought?
2: 50, yeah. I put a lot of faith in it and an engineer named Bob Truax who built the rocket for me. And uh, he was an egotistical, know-it-all little bastard. He'd worked on that Polaris program for the government for a long time. He worked with the astronauts that thought they knew what they were doing. They burnt Gus Grissom to death with two other astronauts on that launch pad down at at Cape Canaveral. Uh, This guy, uh, he built the parachute so it absolutely malfunctioned because of the G-load. He's the one that caused the accident. And uh, the way I look at it, though, if I'd have made it, everybody would have said it was easy. If I'd have missed it and died, everybody said, well, that's supposed to be what happens to daredevils like him. But uh, I didn't. I landed down on those rocks and, and in that water, and I don't see no big long line of daredevils standing up there wanting to take a shot at. And here it is almost 30 years later.
1: Hey, well, let me ask you something. If you thought it was 50 50, if you thought that you had a coin flip's chance of survival, a coin flip's chance that you might buy it and die, why do it? You know, they. Who the hell I am? <laughs> oh,
0: that's a great point. Yeah. That's a great point. Very astute. Very astute.
1: Do you know who the hell I am? Deadpan, too. And yeah, yeah. his real name, his first name is Evil. Yeah. Greg's, yeah. Hmm. He uh, uh, Robert Craig Knievel <laughs> was born in Butte, Montana. <laughs> I love that. That checks out. Yeah, that's Tana from Hart right there. You know? his, Do you know who I am? His kid was also uh, a... Yeah. Robbie's a... Uh, yeah. Was,
0: uh, he died last year as well. Hey, Tanev, uh, why'd you block that shot with your mouth? <laughs>
1: yeah. Do you know, Do know the who the hell, hell I, I am? am. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for, GVP. <laughs> come, on, I am. come on. Come <laughs> on. You know who the hell I am. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's a drop
2: forever now. You know I love it, though. I love it. You know what you're going to get from him every game, right? And he, like we said, he's a heart and soul guy. And uh, <laughs> we all know who the hell
0: he is. You lost six yeah. chicklets <laughs> there, went down the tunnel. Why'd you come back? <laughs> Come on, GVP. What are we doing here, guys? You know who the hell I am. <laughs>
1: you're I lion. might do
0: it again before we end the show. Just going to warn you.
1: Um, <laughs> big win. What are you expecting uh, in the game tomorrow against Patrick Waugh and the Islanders, Croner? Well, they're playing good. They are. You know, Patty Waugh has really got that emotion on the bench going.
2: If you're either an eagle or you're a duck, I don't know if you heard <laughs> it a lot of so <laughs> <good. laughs> Be an eagle. <laughs> be an Always eagle. be an eagle. Boat or vat. Boat Bo- uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's got him going. You know what? Always uh, take care of your, their teammates.
1: I mean, in life, you have a chance. You could be an eagle or a duck. He was an what? eagle there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear that? You didn't hear that? No, oh. I did. I just,
1: I think, I th- is that a French expression? Because I think it loses in the translation a little bit. <laughs> eagle or duck. <laughs> yeah, I know, I
2: heard that. I'm like, they're going now because you you listen to your coach say that stuff, and I've had a lot of coaches that you know put on sayings, and we had a coach one year that. He'd have a different quote on the board before every game from some general or some whatever. And eventually, we were starting to lose. So we just started writing our own quotes on there, like, you know, the duck flies at midnight. You know, yeah. Anonymous and yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff, just kind of screwing around. Males here from Blue's <laughs> <Boo's laughs> Clues, stuff <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> stuff like that. We
1: just got a letter. And we it's so got much got fun
2: <laughs> listening to coaches who try to be so philosophical and come up with something. You're either an eagle or you're a duck. And he mm-hmm. was an eagle tonight, right? In but, life, uh,
0: you have a chance—you could be an eagle or a duck.
2: <laughs> he was an eagle yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> Ducks eagle are kicking there. themselves Patrick. right now, but uh, I think it'll be a good—it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a really good. I would imagine Markstrom to play again, or would they put Vladar in, Do you think it's early game mm-hmm. too? It's—it's it's early. It's one p.m. start Eastern time, eleven a.m. Mountain Standard. <laughs> Look at you. Cool. Yeah,
1: I don't know how you can't start Markstrom. I know, especially with the day off in between.
2: I know. I agree. And then they play the Rangers on Monday. Right, he's playing that game
0: regardless. Mm. Yep. So, you think the Ducks, as a team, were offended by that quote? In life, you have a
2: chance you could be an eagle or a duck. He was an eagle there. <laughs> Anaheim's never losing to the Islanders ever again as long as Patrice <laughs> on the bench. heard in here first. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's I'm board sure material. that'll be a, a rallying cry in the room. <laughs> also, that. how much you think the Ducks
0: are <laughs> dialed into the rest of the NHL right now? Yeah. Those guys are just hope yeah. to get to the end of the year healthy. Yep. Yeah,
2: but uh, yeah. Well, you know what? The, this this road trip we all said too. It's like this is going to be a crazy road trip coming there. Two and zero. They played a full team game against Boston Tuesday night. They were, I mean, Boston wasn't outstanding, but mm-hmm. they took advantage of them. They were terrible. They were terrible, <laughs> right? And then and then Boston laid a beating on Vancouver last night. That was that the was, real boss.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was that. Orton and was Vancouver going on. was terrible
2: <laughs> for the first time
1: in a, about two months. They, yeah. they were due. Yeah, that, they were a
2: bad game. But uh, and then last night, you know, I thought Markstrom was there best player kept them in the game and you keep riding them out now now there you got the deadline coming up here pretty quick and
1: do what you can i'd I'd ride marks from all four games for sure there you go why not yeah um there's one thing we got two things we got to do we got to do our lock of the day and uh, we got to do plays of the week. Uh, Croner, you can give us a lock of the day. Yeah. I don't know what you to do, but let's let's try one. Uh, the lock of the day is brought to you by Metal Supermarkets. You know what? Why am I reading this, Cron? You should be reading the lock of the day tag because yep. you did such a great job with your all kind door services. Uh, GVP, reading music for Cron immediately, please. Hmm. Immediately. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Lock of the day brought to you by Metal Supermarkets Calgary. Offering a large variety of metal types and shapes, cut to any size and ready fast. Metal Supermarkets
1: Calgary, the convenience store for metal, located 50th Avenue, southeast. Great job! Great I'm on job. It. You can you can leave this underneath as we do our locks mm. of the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am going to. Uh, I'm going to go to the big game as they call it all right as a when you're not allowed to talk about it super bowl 58 in las vegas between the afc champion chiefs versus the nfc champion 49ers i'm going to talk about the point spread i am taking patrick mahomes andy reed and travis kelsey plus one and a half on super bowl 58 lock in the chiefs for me gbp Mm. matt where are we going?
0: <laughs> I'm going to go with a little shot prop tonight. Uh, the Rangers are playing the Blackhawks. You can get Mika Zibanejad over two and a half shots at even money right now. Now, he's only hit this once in his last six or seven games, but they've played the Lightning, the Avalanche, the Golden Knights. They've played some difficult teams in that run. Tonight, they play the Hawks. I think you can get to three. I'm going to take these Zibanejad over on the shot total, two and a half.
1: Okay, lock it in. Patrick Dumont, what are we doing? We're going to the Super Bowl as well. I really like that prop of Harrison Butker over 7.5 total kicking points. I think you okay. can get that. Lock it in. Mm-hmm. GVP?
0: Uh, Oilers taking on the Ducks tonight. I'm going to do a shot prop as well. Uh, I'm going to take Evan Bouchard
1: over 2.5 shots. Okay. Uh, Mr. Brent Cron, after your great read, um, um, what what's your lock of the day? 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl. Mm. Oh, I like okay. that. Yeah, money line. <laughs> can you read the the tag again?
2: Yeah, I can. I'm glad. You know what? I'm I'm happy you asked. Actually, I was I have it
1: in my hand right here. You're one and zero, by the way, Cron, After your uh, you, you predicted your 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 team, your yep. kid's team, not to win. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a <laughs> yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah. Very Pete Rose of you yeah. having an inside yeah, exactly. thing, I pull, and I, you're I a pull, coach. I pulled the goalie in
2: the second period, so we'd lose the game. <laughs> the lock of the day. Brought yep. to you by Metal Supermarkets Calgary, offering a large variety of metal types and shapes, cut to any size and ready fast. Metal Supermarket Calgary, the convenience store for metal, located on 50th Avenue, Southeast. Terrific.
1: That's some timber in that voice right there. Yep. I can, mm. I can yep. feel it. Mm. Timber. I, can, I can smell the mahogany. Yeah, rich mahogany. And taste the brandy and the snifter. And the, le- and the leather bound books. <laughs> a lot yep. of leather bounds. Yeah, hmm. I can really taste that. Uh, Brent Cron, by the way, is brought to you by our good friends at All Kind Door services. Services. Uh, before we get to plays, Patrick, what do you got coming up in Mujo Big Show? Uh, we got Andrew Hustler Patterson from Winnipeg Sports Talk. Uh, he's a Chiefs guy. We talk some Super Bowl as well as what the hell's going on with the Winnipeg Jets. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're frauds. Oh. No, just, uh, no, Whoa, you settle down, down. right now, They are not George. frauds. It's a little rough down, patch.
2: Everybody needs to go through okay. a rough patch. Because if it's smooth sailing it's like we saw with the Boston Bruins last year, where they had right. no test and they failed their first test in the first round. You're right. That's mm-hmm. a great point. The Jets are going to are they through like a little ducks turmoil.
1: who <laughs> look smooth on the top and yet they're paddling for dear life on the bottom.
2: <laughs> or like eagles that just are machines and can crush
1: everybody. Yeah. And soar. Peregrine falcon. Peregrine falcon. Those Those so fastest, fast. fastest animal on the planet. Yep. You're right. Really? Uh, yeah. Everyone knows that. It's not the yeah. cheetah? That's the fastest land animal. Fastest you know, land animal. I. Uh, oh, well, you guys got to be a little more specific. I said he fastest said, animal You He said all. fastest animal on the planet. You know, yeah.
2: I used to, uh, when I was a kid, you know what I wanted to be when I grew up? peregrine falcon. A penguin? An ornithologist. Oh. Yeah. Like an actual job, not like an animal. No. I didn't okay. want to be an animal, no. Mm. But an oh. ornithologist is what I
0: wanted to be. Like stepbrothers? Yeah. I wanted to be a dinosaur when i grew up (laughs) and my dad said
1: stop being a dinosaur (laughs) it's not a job it's not a job all right uh i i think we had a good week i'm not sure (laughs) maybe it's all right it's fine yeah monday we'll break down the big game and uh we'll talk about the flames and islanders and look ahead to their game against the rangers lots to do on monday we'll be back then apple google spotify amazon wherever gets your favorite podcast rate review subscribe whatevs be cool if you did oh yeah not that's cool too whatevs no pressure uh let's leave you with the plays of the week have a terrific super bowl weekend bye this is
0: the best of the worst of the big show with Russick and rose
1: uh it's good to be on your show the big show it's sounds like. Flan. Your thoughts on flan, franchise. Yay or nay? Enjoy it. Yeah, I love it. Love okay. the flan. Awesome.
0: Yummy, yummy.
2: I'd pop into uh, to McDonald's and grab some cheeseburgers and yeah. throw them down. You know, i have to deal with the indigestion and the discomfort for 60 minutes, but I was so
0: rattled. Something stinks. I can go take a sh- I don't know much. Like, I couldn't do your job. Okay. What, what, P.S. What, what is
1: boob tube? The boob tube? You never heard it called the boob tube? No. The boob tube. The boob tube. Boob tube. Yeah, I've heard the boob tube. What the
0: hell's Cole's nose? Yeah. <laughs> I just like to do hard ass with good people. That's it.
1: Hey, yo. What do you mean by
0: that? I'm going to come in wearing the old... I almost swore
1: again. Watch your profanity. Eric Fland... Uh, Eric, Fran- Eric Francis. <laughs> Eric Flanders. Idly, ho,
0: neighborinos. Oh. <laughs> Slap her in the face. In the
1: face! I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my soul. I feel it in my plums. <laughs> yeah, Deep, deep. Deep in deep my plums, deep.
0: Hard and heavy. But <laughs> <laughs> The trains
1: keep flowing. Let the pig stream in! (laughs) Sale! Sale! That's what he's gonna do.
0: You know, I'm really proud of my dad for hitting the hat trick and and getting a third DUI. Like, do you guys know that I'm a Hall of Fame maker? Do you know
1: how many guys I put in the Hall of Fame by letting them score? My point is. I know goal scoring. <laughs> Give me a first
0: Give me its <laughs> prospects. Yeah. First and second round
2: picks. Yeah, that's right.
0: Oh. I'm just imagining Markstrom getting tickled now. That's a peculiar one. With a feather? Yeah, Ooh. with a <laughs> <laughs> And it's Daryl who's doing the tickling. <laughs> oh, that's just a media thing. Well, I, I, was, I was a coward, if that's what you're asking. Get out the street, you freaking bum. No, I am. The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose. Weekdays
2: when you wake up.